Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. As always, I'm an avid jewel collector with a penchant for death, it's me Michael, and joining me, he's covered in gross alien spunk and has way too much fan service, it's Adrian. <laughs> and still struggling to unlock the 36th character, Matthew. It's just too much, and there's too many solo trials, and I haven't leveled up those heroes. And if you haven't guessed by our clever little intro there, or by the name of the podcast, we've been playing for the last fortnight, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. We got it on release. It's brand new. Coming at ya. Fresh. Switch exclusive. (laughs) Oh, and I tell you what, it is fresh. It is brand new. I I got the last copy when I uh, was in Victoria. So I typically live in South Australia. Went across the border, went to a place where I was like, they'll have plenty, and they were like, oh, did you pre-order? I said, no, no, I'm not from around here. And they're like, I'll have a check. Wow, lucky you, you got the last copy. And it was like the morning of? Wow, you're lucky. I uh, went in like a week later, not, not a copy. There was two copies left in WA, uh, both very far away. So uh, it's crazy. either a very sought after game or a low, lowly uh, requested game by game uh, stockists. I'm not sure if the internet had like obviously done its numbers on me, got my cookies or whatever it does, and was like, "This guy's into Marvel." But I've seen so much stuff of it, so I'm like, I think it's popular. But I've also heard uh, people refer to this as uh, Marvel Ultimate Disappointment. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> now, I've heard that too, that it's like, it's just not as good as the originals. But as someone who's freshly coming into it, it's pretty damn good. I don't, I don't know what would be disappointing about it. Maybe something in comparison. Well, we always start this off by going, is this a game for a busy gamer? And I always like to take whether or not it's a disappointment into account. Like, is it worth your time if it's a disappointment? Of course it wouldn't be. I say this is, yes, definitely a game for a busy gamer. It's yeah. not disappointing. It's great. I'll agree with that. Definitely seems it's got all levels of uh, enjoyment, I think. So, and if you are a busy gamer, you are on a level and uh, it's got some, it's got some stuff for you. And I will agree. So we're all unanimous that it is a game for a busy gamer. But there is a but, and we will drive. We will dive into that because there is, and we will dive into that but. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Ant Man tactic. But <laughs> yeah, there we go. Because <laughs> there are a couple of like caveats to that. Mm. Well, there that, certainly is a grind. Yes, <laughs> there definitely is a grind. But whether or not the grind is bad is up for debate. Well, my note for the grind of this is it is the classic level up grind where you just, you repeat certain infinity, well, I've been repeating certain infinity trials because the next one is too hard uh, for like special requirements mean you need a character to have a high level that I haven't used throughout the story. So I'm just playing on another infinity trial to just grind up levels, just get those numbers. Um, see, but here's, here's the thing I find with this. It's like, if you just want to have a good story and play a wide variety of characters, 
you've got that. You've got the low level. I just want to play a cool uh, Marvel game. I'm into the movies. I'm into the comics. I want to enjoy a Marvel, good Marvel game. And then for those who want to go deep, you've got all that extra layer of leveling up and complex character um, item choosing and, and ability choosing and leveling up and the Infinity Gauntlet. There's quite a variety, but there is, I feel like the base level is enough. What difficulty did you play on that? Well, I I dove right into the harder difficulty that it gives you. It gives you, like, I think, Mighty and something else. Yeah, Mighty is the, the, the normal, the harder one. Friendly is the easier one. Yeah, so I started off with Mighty and had to swap to Friendly uh, oh. right before Sandman. Because it was too hard. And I'm like, this is not right. It shouldn't be this hard. Swapped to Friendly uh, and have now been replaying it on, uh, I want to say, Supreme Difficulty. Superior. 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 So you jumped Mighty. Yeah, jumped Mighty. Didn't need him. I'm too high level now. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I played on Mighty. There were a couple of instances where I had to go to the Infinity Trials to get a couple of levels. But generally, as a rule of thumb, if you stick to a pretty core roster and you are willing to accept the new characters that it presents to you, then you seem to do okay. So, for example, the Guardians of the Galaxy, all trash, all left (laughs) behind, because you get given a character that is a... you, you, You finish the Guardians of the Galaxy chapter one. Everybody's, say, around level 7 from level 5. You only gained, like, two levels. You were then presented with most of the Avengers. They're about level... They're about a similar level as well. But you've got so many more to pick from, you're overwhelmed immediately. There's that many characters, which is really good because you can then just pick whatever you want. But once you've picked some, the rest are getting left behind. And if you want to get their levels up, that is the grind. Mm. That you have to go that's to one thing I would drives. say is fairly grindy, and I don't know if it's not enjoyable, but it just didn't seem like that great. Is that if you play one character, i.e., just as a random uh, thought, Spider Gwen, and get to more like <laughs> level eighty plus, you will you will roll through everything. But then your friend comes along; he wants to have a go because he didn't get a copy of the game, and he's like, "Yo, I love Venom. I want to play Venom. Oh, he's level 20. All right, well, I can work with that, I guess. Um, me and Matt, when we played together, we played on Superior, and it didn't feel that... Um, it felt like I had to concentrate, but I didn't have to, like... It didn't seem impossible. It is funny like that in... You can have one over-leveled character and three under-leveled characters, and even the AI managing themselves don't like won't die a lot. It does seem to be about your sort of your whole team makeup. So they obviously pull the higher one down a bit and they get lifted up by the higher one. And if you're all rocking like a level 45 across the four slots, then like that's a very solid team. So that was nice that if you did want to throw someone in, you can you can level up reasonably quickly mm. by having over leveled characters do the grunt work, but there probably there is the XP cubes which are like in Pokemon where you give a Pokemon a rare candy. The XP cubes you give to a character gives them a level. 
but there probably should have been a more... Oh, but I guess it's part of the replayability. I was going to say there should have been a way that they continue to level without you necessarily using them, but they want you to pick up each of these characters to do the Infinity Trials. They want you to have a lot of replayability in this game. So you get a lot of bang for your buck. There's a lot of value for this game. And even though there's a lot to do, like you're saying, that might sound daunting to a busy gamer, but the way that it's made, the Switch takes like five, like an Infinity Trial would take like five minutes um, to do max. Like most Infinity Trials, in order to get three stars, it's like you got to do this in 60 seconds. So if you only have 60 seconds, boom, that's it. You go, (laughs) you quickly grab your Switch from your... uh, you know, bedside draw, you quickly play it, you put it back because you got to go do busy adult things. And the story itself is very quick as well. I actually went over to the Infinity Trials because I felt like I was progressing through the story too quickly. Mm. I was surprised how much me and Matt got through in and like two or three hours just on Superior. Yeah, it's very quick, especially... There are some segments that are definitely longer than others, but there are some chapters, like there's 10 chapters. I swear one of them was a single boss fight. When you go to Atalan, I swear you just fight Maximus and leave. Yeah, that's the sh- the shortest level. Same with Xavier Mansion. That was a bit disappointing as well. That felt quite short. I think the most disappointing thing about Xavier Mansion was not being able to play a Cyclops. It's and, not the end of the month yet. <laughs> and completing my champion's roster, which I'm also salty. I'm salty about a few things. There's no Inhumans bonus, so I could have had Ms. Marvel and Crystal because I would have run with them probably the whole game because they were pretty good, but not good enough reason to like keep them in a team dynamic that I was going for. And then also um, champions, Miles, Hulk. I know it's not the right Hulk, but I'll take what I can get. Uh, and then needs Cyclops and Nova. Where are they? They're in the game. Their characters are right there. Where's Vision as well? <laughs> <laughs> he was unplayable. He's an NPC, just like in the first two. <laughs> Technically, he's an NPC in everything Vision is in. <laughs> Quickly, I think before we get into our like little wrap-up of this first section for the busy gamers who might need to put down the podcast... Can I just get uh, your favourite characters, either your loadout, Matt, or your favourite character, Adrian? Uh, I'll start. My favourite character. This game is good because it's like, I like the character. I want to play them. And then they're fun. And that was Venom. Um, disappointed it wasn't Carnage. But uh, I'll take, like Matt said, I'll take what I can get. Uh, exactly. It's fine. Now I'm using Venom because we played together. It leveled him up. I'll use him a bit. Uh, but otherwise, before that, I was using Magneto, uh, Spider-Gwen. That was Casey, my wife. That's what she was using. And that was like our team. And then we had to help with Synergy's Wasp. And, oh, my brain is failing me. The fourth one obviously wasn't that important. <laughs> <laughs> A tag along. Yeah, they they were kind of like that. We were getting up there. We were both level 70 before I started like super grinding. Um, and now Magneto is like level 86 because I would use him to grind other characters. So he's just OP as hell. Um, but yeah, Casey and I, we just were, we were two. 
there were two other people there that could synergy and were high enough level. We would run with a team. So my girlfriend and I, we would have uh, Thor, who was her main. I never got to play him. <laughs> <laughs> she would only she would sit on Thor until he died, and then she would use her backup character, Ghost Rider. Uh, so I was left with the other two characters, who were the Hulk and Storm, and that was a that was a beautiful combination. You got and two two lightning gods, <laughs> one fire boy and one tanky boy. Tanky boy, and uh, occasionally you'd swap out. So like a like Storm or Ghost Rider would come out for like Black Panther was very good. I liked him and Captain America. Who was who finished up on a really low level because I stopped using him after a while, but he is he is OP. <laughs> what he makes you has, say that? He can use a, a move with his shield that just makes him completely invulnerable and reflects damage and does better the more levels it gets. So he was able to hold his own like five levels below things. Like it would get down to Captain America's the last hero alive in a boss battle. And it's like, yeah, he'll be fine. As long as he can use his shield, he'll be fine. Because he can just block and reflect their high damage directly back at them. I didn't know. And so that reflected. was awesome. That was that was pretty cool. That's the thing though, with uh this grind is leaving some heroes in the world. I didn't even know that it, it leveled up like that, and I didn't know. You don't get to know all of their moves, all of the original Avengers that you get, because they're too low of a level to use all their moves, so you just leave them, and you'll never find out. Like, I never used Falcon or Black Widow. Let me have a quick check. I've got my Switch in front of me right now. Oh, he's got Let's a... Have a... Well, while he's checking, we can uh, get into inventory management, into our own yeah. little uh, level up. All right, do we want to order our inventory by class, color, um, uh, when we got it? Because that's, that's a joke Let's about. Let's order by upcoming yeah. games. That's right. We've got our next slew of games for the podcast, chosen by us and as a 60th episode special that's coming up, and by the audience themselves. My selection, people, is Max Payne. Ooh. Fancy. I will then be throwing in Doom, the 2016 version. Oh, not the original. Uh, then I've uh, seen all these shooters, so I've decided, okay, let's have another one. And I went with Half-Life 2, my classic, one of the best games of all time, in my opinion. It's about time we did it. And then as our 60th episode, something a little different, something a little special, we've got Minecraft coming up, a... Uh, it's, it's come up to a decade now since it's been out. I think it's appropriate for us to revisit it. And it's like, that is, Minecraft is, it's like I said with Half-Life 2, it's one of the best games ever made. But Minecraft is like more than that. It's like, it has affected culture as we know it. Western culture as we know it has shifted because of Minecraft. It was Fortnite before Fortnite. Exactly. It's crazy. I, like it, Those are the two games I would say that have had such a big shift in culture. Uh, but the 61st episode is the audience selection, uh, which someone commented on one of our Instagram posts with, we got to play Borderlands before Borderlands 3 comes out. And Borderlands 2. Yeah, we we talked, we decided, 
we got to pick we could either pick Borderlands one, uh, pre sequel or two, and I think we went two because it's I feel like our hidden favorite. Two also has the new uh, DLC that came out, which yes. bridges two Borderlands three, and I'll never play it because they made it. Uh, they put a price on it before I could get mm. to it. It was free so. for like a month or two, <laughs> and then it. it but no now. one decided to tell me, so I didn't get it. And so you guys can tell me how that is. Um, but yeah, that's our audience selection. So if you want to pick the next audience selection, you can hit up our Facebook uh, at No Time to Grind Podcast, or our Instagram is at uh, No underscore Time underscore Two underscore Grind underscore Podcast. I know that's very wordy. But when you're typing it, it's it's very fluent and it makes a lot of sense. It's very MSN uh, <laughs> like email. <laughs> uh, and the other ways you can tell us is rate us on iTunes. If you give us a five star, we will do it. We will definitely do it. Or, <laughs> That's 100% sold. <laughs> that is a Matt guarantee. Uh, or you could share us on Spot- uh, yeah, Spotify. I don't know why I got confused. I thought Spotify, that doesn't sound right. That's because you can get podcasts on there. And if you do... You you can't rate us, but you can share us, and you definitely should. Same goes with Google Podcasts. All right. Now, I loved seeing all these characters come to life in uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, but boy, am I out of the loop on characters. Who is Elsa Bloodstone, and is that the sequel to Frozen? <laughs> yes. Things and- got dark. Yeah. <laughs> No, like I, I played Elsa. She's great. I love her heavy attack, but and I, I even looked her up. I have Marvel Unlimited. Looked her up on Marvel Unlimited. Tried to read a comic and was like, I'm not getting anywhere with this comic. A lot of people were saying that she's up and coming, but she seemed like a very old, like from what Marvel Unlimited told me, she seems like an old, like side character. So I don't know who she is or why she's here. Maybe she's getting new comics that I don't know about. Was it? Would there be someone you'd prefer to have seen in there? An, an actual up-and-comer like Squirrel Girl, maybe? Look, Squirrel Girl is good, but she's way too OP for this game. She's like... It's also why I think Vision wasn't playable, because Vision's just too OP. Uh, that could be said about a lot of characters, though. For example... Scarlet Witch is in this game. They obviously had to nerf her power down. Or I feel like if you play as Wolverine, you can get to one HP, but you can't go to zero because he's Wolverine. That's just how I feel anyway. Well, the characters never really die. None of them actually die. They kneel on the ground and are like, ah, I'm tired. Please help me back up. So everyone is still alive. They just get defeated. So I think that's the way they get around that. Yeah, I don't know anything about Elsa Bloodstone either. I know um, she's a monster hunter. Yes, but that's... she she's the daughter of a villain, I think, from memory, who's become a bit of like an anti-hero. Um, yeah, she I is guess... a, she's uh, registered as like uh, anti-hero in the um, what do you call them? Like in the little the bonuses and buffs alliance and bonuses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's hard I would to... have preferred, I guess, like you could have subbed her out for, say, Valkyrie, who makes an appearance as an NPC, but thanks to the movie, 
would be a sought after character these days. Yeah, well, I, I would have Thor gone with... is the only Asgardian. He is. Well, no. Hmm. Yes. I oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. There is there is Loki who you can unlock uh, through the Infinity Trials. Um, Magneto was also locked behind the Infinity Trials, as is Thanos. Yep. Whoever. He's awesome. I haven't played him, but he's awesome. I is that the last it. one you're trying to unlock, Matt? Yes. I need him. I've seen... Well, because you play with him at the very final boss fight, and when I did that, because I did it with Adrian because I wanted him to like yes. see the end, uh, and I was actually, for a lot of the time, when I wasn't concentrating because it's hard on... Uh, superior i was like watching thanos and he's got some he's got a good looking moveset i want him what a surprise <laughs> that the man with the infinity gauntlet has a infinitely better moveset hey hey uh, <laughs> <coughs> uh, but who else crystal was weird like i don't hate that but there should have been more in humans she showed up like with all the avengers and stuff and i'm like i know that one i know that one uh yeah okay uh like like it was, go with dog up, yeah it's like uh, maybe i know lockjaw uh, more than i know crystal i i know crystal as um when i was reading fantastic four that is human torture's girlfriend like that's all oh. i know about her um which makes sense now because i didn't actually know she had firepowers makes sense that she does if you're gonna date the human torch mm. they actually do have a very um I would say it's a, a, a healthy-looking female hero list compared to past games, which were lacking in that department. Um, you do, do you think- you've got Storm and Psylocke and Scarlet Witch and Spider Gwen. Even there's so many. Like you've got Miles Morales and Spider Man in there, and I very much feel that that's okay. This opens up an, a bigger problem. <laughs> this opens up a bigger problem. <laughs> I don't know why they made this decision, but past Marvel Ultimate Alliance games had kind of alternate characters in the costumes section. So you could be Thor, or one of his costumes you could unlock was Better Ray Bill. You know, you could be Spider-Man, or you could unlock, like, Scarlet Spider. And there'd be, like... Some kind of stat difference as well that might come with that because it was a special costume unlock. This game, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, only has colour palette change. Yes. And, and that is very lame. I feel they must be very disappointing. I was playing Venom and Matt found, and I was like, oh, does Venom have a sick, oh, is it like anti-Venom? Is it like going to be a red, is it going to be carnage or toxin or something sick? And then Matt's like, "Oh, if we do Superior and beat this and beat Venom in Superior, you unlock the costume. Sick. We get up to that. We beat him. Can't wait. And he just goes from black to blue, like it's his classic look, which is cool. But I wanted like a, yeah, a palette swap to almost a different character. And I feel like that's the way that you wouldn't then need like a Miles Morales Spider Man and Spider Man. You could have Spider Gwen because she's different, but and Venom. Yeah, you could." You could have four different costumes and they're each a different symbiote and, say, Carnage might have better physical attacks compared to uh, Tox- Toxin who might use uh, their abilities do more damage, mm. you know, and give, like, little stat adjustments to be like, this is a slightly different character if you wear this outfit. 
Same with Iron Man could become War Machine in past games. But I have a feeling if War Machine is to ever to appear in maybe a DLC, he'd be a separate character and it feels kind of redundant. And Iron Man, you just get to swap to, I don't know, Silver Iron Man. Yeah. I See, like, Hulk made sense. Hulk was, like, one of the first ones. And then you unlock Grey Hulk. Cool. Uh, then there's Spider-Man. You unlock Grey Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. I can, I, like, at, at that point, I was like, I can live with this. I guess that's something I don't under, maybe it's something, like, I missed. Like, oh, you know, Spider-Man, he's one of the classic characters, so you get him black and white. I don't know. It's supposed uh, to be his iron. Oh. His, like, his, his, <laughs> the iron his, spider. Like, his, not iron spider, but his, it's like armor, Mark One. Oh, right. Is that's the palette it's going for? Okay. It's, it's a but, bit of a <laughs> So then Captain Marvel made sense because even in the movie Captain Marvel, she has two palettes, I guess. That's them. Ms. Marvel? Who? What? Why? <laughs> it's not... Like, that's nothing. I've read a lot of Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel's one of my favourite characters of Marvel comics. Be, like, just nothing. This is, her old costume is like they just went... Um, I, I don't know. Let's make this magenta. Like- <laughs> I was most disappointed with Hawkeye. I thought, oh, are we going to see like Hawkeye's funny little outfit where he wears the mask that has almost like a letter H on his outfit as well? And then it's just, you like purple Hawkeye. He is slightly different purple Hawkeye. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> uh, like, and that's one of the examples. Hawkeye could have been his... His not his daughter in the comics. It's someone else. But there's another Hawkeye. Even if they had the exact same stats, make it the other Hawkeye. Um, same with I feel like Ghost Rider. You could have the exact same stats, but make it like uh, Robbie Reeves is done. It's easy. Yeah, they really missed a trick there. The only current character that has a costume difference is Deadpool if you've pre-ordered the DLC. And that's the chef outfit. Yes. <sighs> that's just not good enough, Marvel. We've been Because you gypped us in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 as well when it came to the costumes. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 on the bloody PS2, they're just working on probably like 10 megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> probably was that small. But... You packed it with you packed it with great content like that, and then you couldn't you put in characters we didn't care about and didn't put in something cool like more costumes. Just saying, and that's yeah. what how I feel honestly. That's like all the negative. Uh, no, I have one. There's more one, negative, more negative. one more. One more grab. Sorry, I have one more grab. Do you want to go? Uh, you, you go first. Well, I feel like it might be the same grab, but. I don't... It's the camera. Yes. In group yes. in group mode, like solo, it was pretty fine. But as a group, it's horrendous. It's the worst camera I've ever faced. I have some screenshots that I might upload onto the Facebook, uh, maybe as like a pre... Um, oh, we finished recording the podcast. Uh, but gosh, when I was fighting Bullseye, the camera was under the floor and all the characters were like invisible and we could not discern where we were where bullseye was it was it, it, no it was impossible he is the worst level i don't know what it is there's some stylistic choice there that maybe works in heroic camera mode but in multiplayer 
the camera just gets stuck either outside the room, behind one of the glass statue like cases. It's just the worst design. Like, did no one play test that? I I don't know. And they they fixed a glitch where you could, you know, um, multiply your XP by four by duplicating the character four times. But they didn't like. I understand that you want to patch that, but patch the camera first because that's just an exploit that people are using to effectively play the game more i feel like if you're going to grind up all the characters like you're playing the game more um but they didn't fix the camera why they do that why they do this to me yeah the camera one will make you stop playing the game just like the glitch to grind out more characters will make you play more because you'll want to be grinding them well that's yeah okay that's all my gripe with this game like if you can stomach all that if you've you come through here and you're like, that doesn't sound too bad. I don't like, I just want to play as uh, Iron Man by myself. So I don't care what you guys are talking about. Boom. Perfect game for you. I would like a little bit of an easier time when it comes to the menus. I don't think there should be a difference between the team menu and the, and the hero select. Yeah. You should be able to, from the hero select, go into the character and adjust their items and their like levels of their moves. And there's a bit too much back and forth because it's loading is fine, but it's nothing spectacular. Now I want to bring up the story. Is there any link between three and the other games? Nah. Cause this kind of feels like a, not a reboot, but like a relaunch. Like maybe they want to do more games of this. Um, and I want to say that, like, I think they did a real smart thing, basically picking up the story of the movies and just like changing it and like fairly enough to make it interesting and different. And you're not just playing the the story from the games, uh, from the movies, but if they do plan on doing more, where do they go from here to keep people like me who are mainly just movie fans interested I think that there there is plenty that they could go with. They could use like subplots from other Marvel movies, um, but I kind of get the feeling that between this and the new Square Enix Avengers, that they're actually going to be working almost in tandem, because it's like I think it's pretty obvious that the comics like they stopped doing as many X Men and they stopped doing as many like Fantastic Four. And as soon as Disney got the rights back, they were like, okay, let's pick it up. Let's put them back in the comics. Um, Like, let's do more with that uh, to, like, get people more excited. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they all four of these entities, or let's just say three, you got the movies, the comics, and the games, if they all kind of were working off of each other. So, like, the comic might do something... Uh, a, like a sequel with Galactus right when the MCU starts pumping out the original Galactus story and then boom in the games you get the Silver Surfer you start getting the hints of Galactus I feel like games will always be behind but yeah. that's that's kind of what I like that's how I feel that they would do things coming up I feel like this is actually a little bit of a tool if you think of 
Square Enix, I think it likes, I think it sort of likens itself to what you're saying of that kind of bit of a parallel with maybe a slight delay. The Square Enix one will follow that line. This wants to be familiar, but I feel like it's a it's a bridging back into the comics. You know, they've thrown in some characters that you just don't know. Like you said, Adrian, like, who's who's Crystal? I don't know about her. Who's Elsa Bloodstone? I don't know about her, but maybe I'll read about them now because they're not probably going to be in the movies. The Inhumans had a TV show that didn't do very well. And I feel like the whole vibe of this one is a bit more... It's a bit more cartoon. It's trying to get the kids because it's the Switch and they've obviously made that sort of choice. And so I feel like they're trying... This is like a... If you have knowledge of either world, they're bringing them like together here yeah. as a bridge. I think it's definitely a, um element of let's get people who loved the movies to play the game and learn more about other characters and other plot lines, I guess. For example, Gamora's outfit is nothing like her His MCU comics. outfit. They went with comic Gamora, but then they went with you, Nebula... Uh, Star-Lord's kind of in between. Uh, Rocket seems more MCU as well. They like they pick and choose throughout the whole roster which will feel familiar mm. to you. But So Gamora's was the one that was like, whoa, that's completely different. I actually have in front of me a, the PlayStation 2 disc for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1. I've got multiple Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 sitting, I believe, on my... I've got a shelf of all the retro ga- retro games I'm proud of. Uh, I've got nothing. Yeah, you're a newbie. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> the annoying thing, and they reckon it's because of the deal for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 with Nintendo, the original and the sequel uh, no longer exist for sale. Yeah, I wanted to buy them on... I was willing to buy them on PS4 because they got yeah. ported to PS4, but they got taken away. Same, even on Steam, they got and taken they, away. They that kind of sucks. Hopefully they're looking to release that. I think it's because of Activision don't have the license anymore. So they're like, we don't want to just be giving uh, Marvel money. I don't know who gets the money I now. I guess that's... The thing, well, in this case, it's Nintendo and Team Ninja have made it. So Nintendo would probably have to like re-license one and two, uh, which they m- yeah might not like find that. any value until like it might get ported to the Switch. But if it doesn't, they're not gonna they're not gonna give the thumbs up for people to sell it anymore on like Sony devices. Which is a shame, because they they were they were good. I think the it's like almost taking a step down in graphics because they've gone for a more comicy, cartoony, and colorful look. But it's like it's like TF two. You could have TF two running on you know a high like dual graphics card, water cooled system. I'm out of the loop on. PCs right now. I haven't had one in a few years, so I don't know what the best graphics card on the market is right now. So let's just glide past that. Best PC that exists running TF2 next to uh, 
but hypothetically a switch running tf2 they would look the same they would both look as good because it has that style and this is that similar style like i'm not going to say it's comic-y like um i'm trying to think of a game that actually like uses comic book elements in it this doesn't do that it is just like colorful i don't even think it's cell shaded but the way that they design characters so that it has like dark lines where there is a change of on their model so to speak like it all looks very good even from handheld to on the tv even though it's running on a system that's not as powerful as a ps4 would be any other comments we'd like to bring up before we give it our final rating I just wanted to say it looks good. It plays good. It's like so fantastic to play when you get those great synergy moments or when um, you can substitute either my wife or Adrian, (laughs) who's kind of like my wife, uh, playing and we all do the uh, extreme attack, fist bump, like have an awesome moment, you know, the boss gets stunned so you're doing so much more damage and you're all synergizing off of each other it's a beautiful moment i think that's 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 the game in a nutshell it's beautiful from moment to moment it's it's really delightful to look at it is the right i think it is the right choice of art style um it just feels like familiar and like you're watching 90s x-men it has that's what it is. A couple of characters give you that feel of like you're playing Marvel versus Capcom or Street Fighter versus X Men. Yeah, and it's got so there's that nostalgia sort of feel to it, and it is all about just your abilities, and some of them you feel so cool, and it's just a lot of fun. Like it's just a fun game. I think that's why I played so much of it. Mm. It's just good fun, and. That's what the Switch keeps giving us. You just keep giving me fun. You keep giving us busy gamers just fun. Can I invent an award right now that we give to games? Sure. (laughs) Because I want to award this game like a busy gamers award. Because normally we do our final rating and we say whether like you don't play this game like or you find time to grind or make time to grind. Those are like our ratings. Uh, But this is like, this is different. This is like... It is a perfect game for a busy gamer because you don't have to make time to grind because it is such like a game for a busy gamer that I want to create and give this the like busy gamers award for being yeah. the certification. Yeah, like it's just such a good game for what we're going for here at No Time to Grind Podcast Industries, which <laughs> but It's just perfect for that, for what we do here. Like, is it a perfect game? No, I'm not saying that. We've we've talked about all of its flaws. And to be honest, I find that that's all of its flaws. And if you can, you know, fit all of a game's flaws within 45 minutes or so, I think it's a pretty good game. (laughs) 
That's why I'm going to give it a fine time to grind. Personally, it's like, it's a good, if you like Marvel stuff, it's a good play. And uh, there's there's enough stuff to keep you happy if you don't get all the time in the world. And there's enough stuff to keep you entertained if you have all the time in the world. So it's a solid fine time to grind for me. Look, you can say that if you want, but you're not taking away this new certification like thing from me. I'm making nah, up a fine. little sticker. Yeah, you can give it a little Matt's seal of approval. Pull wish, that one out. Adrian, do you wish <laughs> okay. that you had more time with it? I wish there were more copies in my country. <laughs> That's a good... Um, I, I don't... Like, I didn't really care. It's, it's the same with the upcoming Avengers game. Like, I like the movies, but I'm not super into the comic like the general comic books i really like spider-man for as an example i I kind of like x-men but um i don't really have a general care so i didn't really care for this game coming out um but despite that i had a good time when i did play it so that's why i can give it i can recommend a fine time to grind and you michael this game get like a golden it's like the trophy is like a golden egg timer where the se- where the yeah, sand that's... in it doesn't even move <laughs> because you've got all the time in the world for this game. I don't like it just it ticked the boxes for me on so many levels. It never felt there there are games as a busy gamer where you go, I don't really feel like picking that up tonight because I'm gonna have to like settle in. I don't really have time for it. I just want to pick up and play, and it does that. It has got it's got pick up and play as well as a bit of difficulty there. If you want it, if you want it easier, you can go easier. It's got variety. If you love comics, this is for you. If you're a big old nerd, if you're a big old baby nerd <laughs> like me, if you liked the first two, even though the second one was no good, like me, <laughs> then this is the game for you. Make time. <laughs> Oh, it's a oh the full make time to grind with the certification of a busy gamer. New we invented We invented a. It's not a rating. It's an, it's an award. Is this is this award Switch exclusive? <laughs> it to be quite honest. In fact, we just give it to the Switch and and then as a knock on every game on the Switch. We'll see if if I was completely in charge of this certification, CTR would have it because I'm at the point where I just go in, play just for a little, for one race, and that's how I get my Nitro points. Yeah, that's right. I got the champion car, by the way. No one asked me. Yeah, I got the decal and everything. I mean, technically, because of a glitch, everyone did for a little bit there, but I still have it because I was in the top 5%. That's right. CTR (laughs) coming up on an episode sometime in the future. That's never going to happen. It's no. too much. You know, I would also give this award to Marvel Spider-Man I... on PS4 that we reviewed, uh, I believe it was last year now. Oh, I don't think we can start going I'm just backwards saying, through our games. If we were we to, currently, it's two Marvel games. Well done, Marvel. You really pulled yourself out of the dirt because it went bad there for a while. Marvel. Uh Okay, I just want to say we didn't actually have this rating system when we did Spider-Man, I'm pretty sure, so I feel like it's fine to retcon it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Let us know your thoughts on our Facebook page or through Instagram or on any other social medias we're on. Like My name is Adrian. No, I was just going to plug... Okay, you can't plug, bring up Facebook plug, and then plug. not tell them... It's No Time to Ground Podcast, at No Time to Ground Podcast. 
Okay, just on Facebook, do that. I, I love you. I've been Matt. <laughs> I've been Adrian, and I've been Michael. Just stole it from you. So when does Carnage come out? That's all I care about. And Gambit, actually, Gambit Maybe. would be nice. I was actually gonna say I I didn't get time to say it, which is fine. Uh, but this is for you personally. You're done with Marvel games because the perfect Marvel game has been created already for you. I mean, I'm yet to see a Carnage, but that's okay. Wasn't it Carnage Octopus? Ah, oh, Doc. Yeah, Doctor. Uh, what are they? Carnage, Doctor Octopus. The perfect no, game. They gave that is name. the perfect. Yeah, like it, uh, Monster Rock. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, like. Monster, yeah, like, but that's, that's from a, two, that's from Spider-Man 2000. That game is 20 years old. <laughs> now that needs a remake. Yes, please. What would you do if that's like they literally just ripped that story for Spider-Man 2, but then also shoved in a Miles subplot? Um, I would shoot webs. <laughs> <laughs> oh god.